It's the Jack and Kathy show. Shit show. And there we go. Yeah, okay, that, I think one. I think it yeah. Okay. Hello. Hi you guys. Hi. Hi. Alright. So introductions might be required. That's up to you. Who are you? Not a chance. You do this <laughs> Who all are you? the time. Who are you again? <laughs> He's Jack. I'm Kathy. This is the shit show. Um, my daughter Mackenzie, her wonderful boyfriend Sam, are here visiting us mm-hmm. today, and we're making them do this. We are. Yeah. They are so nervous. You can tell they them are. they're in. They are. They, are. Like, they have I'm no little... idea what to say. <laughs> I don't know what I walked into. <laughs> <laughs> it's best that way. Well, it's as fair. as Alex and and her fiance Sam, who did our, they were our first guests. You guys are our official second, second guest. guest. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. They said it was actually pretty fun, so we hope. And, cool. they, and they started out equally as nervous as you two. Okay. okay. Yeah, they yeah. Did. Perfect. Yeah. They did. They were okay, like, this is real. Yeah. And they kept doing this kind of... Do you ever see um, Talladega Nights? Yes. Remember when Will Ferrell goes, I'm not sure what to do with my hands. You probably don't know that. You don't, don't know what remember all. that. Yeah. She's going to have so many clips. <laughs> <laughs> now look how, look how, the, how the exposure oh. is so white now. No one's watching or listening. I know. Who cares? So it doesn't matter. <laughs> How are you guys? Good. Good? Yeah. Yeah? Pretty good. How do you feel about the podcast thing so far? Sam, it's so far. Sam's really nervous. There's truly six people that listen. Well, Seventh. We got seventh, your let's friend. Let's explain why they're here visiting. You guys live in okay. Colorado, but you're looking to shake that up a bit. And move mm-hmm. to Milwaukee and, permanently. Well, I know. Well, we're technically homeless. Yeah, You're we technically, technically don't live in Colorado anymore. <laughs> That's right. true. Yeah. Um, but what's next? What's the plan? Well, we haven't even... I, I wait, how do you the... jump to what next already? Well, I don't know. It's fun because it's a fun story how, well, what they're how about, doing. How about tell us how you got here? Oh, she Maybe. had one question the whole time. <laughs> what's next? <laughs> that was what's one. next? Yeah. <laughs> what's next? This is this is all. I know it's all about. I know it's all about a goal so to get find them. out what the hell you guys are going to be doing. <laughs> um, all under the guise of no, but a I love podcast. The story. Like when people ask for updates on you, I say that what you guys are packing up, you know, loading the car up with the basic necessities, and mm-hmm. um, plan on landing somewhere warm for the winter and work live in a new place and yeah. just you know have you know recreate, reinvent, <laughs> experience. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna raise my hand. Okay. Go there ahead. we go. Good. So tell us how you got here. Tell us how, not we took this route and then drove there, but tell us the process by saying we're done working for a while, formally, right? And what you want to do. Yeah, well, we probably first talked about this as an idea, like when we first met. Yeah, honestly, this idea is sort of, I think it's, we had this idea for maybe even six months before we actually started dating. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, because we both How long have you guys were been together now. Almost two years. So you started talking about Why this. Are you looking at me like that? You started talking about this twenty four thirty months ago. So mm-hmm. a long time ago. Yeah, we kind wow. of both had uh, working at the same place, and we related about traveling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we both kind of had that gotta gotta go gotta do something else yeah. Fort yeah. Collins is a great 
spot to be for a while, but yeah. I think we'd both hit the point where it had served us as much as it could. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. By the time sure. we even started talking before we were even dating mm-hmm. and Sam was actually planning on leaving yes, when I, he was planning were. on doing this by yourself, yeah. just by, by himself. Myself. Yeah. So what had happened was when COVID, when COVID first started, it was me and my roommate, my roommate, I met him in the military. He's like mm-hmm. my best friend, genuinely my platonic life partner. He's mm-hmm. amazing. Platonic. Um, platonic life partner. It's, it's true. I like um, that. I, I like that. I turn grew of up phrase. with the wrong generation. <laughs> we just called our friends lovers. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't label it. Well, you know, so wait a right. minute. So was I'm sorry for interrupting. So, was yeah. part of this because of COVID? Did it just make you? Why am I mumbling? Yeah, did it make you reset? Yeah. No, absolutely. Okay. So when my when COVID hit, my friend moved back to Virginia. Um, he wanted to be around his parents, uh, especially they're people of color, and mm-hmm. they live in Virginia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So um, he was kind of like, it's time to rally the wagons just in case some shit pops off or things get crazy, which they kind of heated up a little bit. Yeah. Um, and so I just, I wrote out the first quarantine by myself. And yeah. so I was living alone for six months. Yeah. And after living alone for six months, I said, I'm done. I'm done with all of this. I'm done with Fort Collins. I'm done with working. I'm done with all of this stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I packed up my apartment, broke my lease. Um, and I was about, I was going to move in with my parents and I was going to leave in January. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, this was... 2020 so january we hadn't even seen delta yet and of course there was the lockdowns and all of that stuff so i didn't even realize how intensive this lockdown was going to be but i thought oh by by spring it'll be over and i'll be out yeah Yeah. none of us realized Um, none of us saw what was coming and so i met her or not met her but we went on our first date the week before my lease ended Mm mm-hmm and i sort of mentioned her like yeah i'm looking at taking off in january and january (laughs) didn't happen but (laughs) We did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh man, I just met this really cool dude and he's about he's to leaving. leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then you never did. No. And no. then I kept you around and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's not talk about that. Right <laughs> we'll so, get into that. Yeah. When you, when you went on the first date, I'm curious, did you, did you officially both recognize that it was in the date category and no longer the friend category? Was, was Were you like, friends first? Like, we were. Um, actually, oh. our first date, she still had a boyfriend. That's oh. very true. Oh. Okay. Okay. And I think our second so date. So you were really well, going out as friends, but maybe somewhere in the back of your mind, you wondered, you know, like, wow, right. kind of this person's really cool to be around. Kind of digging them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was actually going to look. Um, you needed to find a place for the cat, mm-hmm. for Freya. And he'd mentioned to a bunch of people at work, I, and I was like, oh, "I want a cat. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go meet your cat and stuff." Yeah. And then we ended up like hanging out. We did karaoke. Mm-hmm. Um, so you liked yeah. him? Yeah. <laughs> what a was bit. first date like? <laughs> I don't want details. I meant what was <laughs> the emotional part of the date? Like your first um, formal, hey, we're doing this. Who asked whom out? Oh yeah, so that wasn't that wasn't really like a formal date. That was more went to see your cat, and then we ended up just hanging out and having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, what was our first like? Oh no, our first date was the next. Like literally one week later, we did the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. hung out at your place again. <laughs> well, no, we we went to karaoke twice. Yeah, 
Because um, they have it, it was, every Thursday, right? They have it every Thursday. So that first date technically wasn't a date, but right. I mean, we both knew that was bullshit. Yeah. We both knew it was a date. We just yeah. couldn't call it a date. Yeah. 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 One of the things I've always <laughs> witnessed in you guys is that you are... Like when I first met you, Sam, obviously I know my daughter. I've had <laughs> conversations where I can go deep into the pool with Mac. And I, I noticed quickly that you guys do communicate quite a bit. Like I could tell just in how you were talking to each other that you are not shy to go to the deep end of the pool, which I think is so great. Mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, that's something that I've learned with Jack, how to just, you know, to... Find that person that you can share absolutely everything with is remarkable to me. So would, would you say that's a fair observation? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, even when we were just um, working, mm-hmm. he was bartending and I was serving and it was COVID times too. So there were, mm-hmm. it was slow mm-hmm. and I would be up at the bar. Yeah. Chatting, <laughs> chatting with Sam Oddling. about Just like googly eyes at him all the time. Did yeah. you know, like when you started working with him, we were like, oh man, I'm drawn to this guy. You knew. Yeah, I remember yeah. telling um, my two best best friends, Eleanor and Mary Lou. I was like, I have a work crush. <laughs> I have a work crush on someone. Um, but yeah, we we would have those types of conversations right at work. It was just kind of, we were both on that level of conversation. Well, the, okay, so this is the first thing that I ever really <laughs> said to her. Yeah. Uh-oh. Just creep closer we'll, to me, though, for real. Th- is this better? Yep, totally better. The first thing really I ever this. said to her, and that was, I think, the joke that started it all. Um, I have a really dark sense of humor, and also <laughs> I was very depressed. It was COVID times. It was a yeah. lockdown, so my dark sense of humor came out, and I remember thinking to myself, why the hell did I just say that? Why did I say that? She's This is so inappropriate for workplace stuff, and she laughed. So I think we started out in the deep end of the pool. Um, And I think, weirdly, the problem we have is getting to the shallow end, honestly. Yeah, that's true. Really? Yeah. So we spend too much time in the deep end. And we got to... Wow. We have a lot of intense conversations about everything all the time so sometimes we can be in a space where we're both just kind of mm-hmm. things Locked are in. like heavy mm-hmm. just because we're and not even sometimes it's about our relationship but like not not with our like day-to-day mm-hmm. we'll just find ourselves talking about mm-hmm. the collapse <laughs> the collapse of civilization <laughs> you know and getting hey, like that's, deep that's, into those yeah. things and that's, staying that's there exciting yeah. stuff that's yeah. really exciting isn't it that sounds so positive so, and happy and yeah, just, you know. Can I ask a question before you do? Of course. Okay, so keep going back to when you first met, because I already asked you. What was your thoughts? Um, Were you having a work crush and calling your girlfriends, too, and saying I'm having a work crush? Yeah, because you're moving out of camera, but that's okay. Um, Now you're back in. I'm back in. That's good. Yeah. I... I don't know. I don't really know about her. (laughs) Were you reluctant or Um, reticent? No, I kind of... This was sort of a a weird time for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I had kind of come to was failed relationship after failed relationship after failed relationship. And I mm-hmm. kind of just said to myself, I, I'd rather work on me. 
Yeah, that's um, awesome. I want to be a solo person and fly solo and do all of these fun <laughs> things on my own and mm-hmm. just kind of be my own person. Um, and then COVID hit. Yeah. Now you're forced to be your own person and in an so environment now that you forced. don't choose. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so I kind yes. of, I hit this point where I was like, I want to be my own person, but I'm incredibly depressed. I've been locked down for six months by myself. Yeah. No yeah. social contact with yeah. anybody, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I thought to myself, there is no way I am in an emotionally good place yeah. for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turns out neither was she. So that yeah, actually right. worked out really well. Yeah. And yeah. that's, I think, what... That uh, I think part of that initial attraction was like that we weren't really ready. That we kind of, you know, we we just. St- I, what am I trying to say here? Help me out. <laughs> like we didn't great. we didn't approach conversations with any sort of like, ooh, where is this gonna go? Is this gonna lead it's towards like you didn't give a something? Shit. If it leads we or just something great. Kinda... If not, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's well, the best yeah. way to do it. He was he was gonna leave and yeah. Yeah. I was still um kind of in that end of end phase of a previous relationship yeah. mm-hmm. that I wasn't quite I wasn't in in yeah. but still kind of like in that yeah ending yeah. PTSD Zone stuff. And, <clears throat> yeah. Um, so yeah, we didn't, I don't think we really approached it with that mindset. Is that kind of what you're trying to say? It or? happened by accident, happened I think is accident. what I'm trying yeah. to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Happened mm-hmm. by accident, yeah. And it was a pretty happy accident. Yeah. yeah. Bob Ross right? style. Bob Ross style. <laughs> oh God, that's fantastic. <laughs> Key, if you could pull up a clip of Bob Ross now, that'd be great. Cue Bob Ross. Because you will. It's yeah. Great. Bob Ross will come in and interview. I but love You had a question. Um, back to the lady. Well, I think, I think I was going to, um, I lost my train of thought actually. You guys were talking about, you know, what made me, um, I know what I wanted to say. So one of the podcasts, Jack and I talked about, um, how I'm learning for the first time in this relationship, how to fight in a healthy way. So I had this mindset. I thought you were going to say do the laundry. Yeah. Um, I had this mindset that if you fight, then things are falling apart and nothing's good. And, and I correct me if I'm wrong, you didn't really witness a whole lot of fighting. You maybe witnessed very little communication, but functioning, right? Mm-hmm. And so I didn't even know how to address issues really. And, um, and so... I've learned that it's very, very important to fight in a healthy way. And that fighting is actually, and I say fighting, it's not like a brawl. It's not throwing food across the room. It's, you know, an argument or or a disagreement or not seeing eye to eye. Conflict. Yeah, conflict. Thank you. Um, Best word. So so I would say, is that something that you guys just came to the table with? I mean, because I know, Mac, you do do self-work. You know, you're working on self and you, mm-hmm. you, um, talk to somebody regularly to really work on therapy. Therapy. And I think that's awesome. And yeah. I hope, yeah. I think it's brilliant. Do you want to take this? No, you go. All right. So this is fun. This is the one question that we knew you were going to ask. Yeah. Really? We were you talking did? about it we, last we, night. We, we were yeah. like, oh, we know we, this is the one question. And by the yeah. way, it's not a question I would have asked. No, I didn't talk to him about no. it. 
It's not anything. a question yeah. I would ask. It's more, so, yeah, it's more your mom wanting to go to the deep end of the pool. I'm going to want to know about the fun shit that you guys do. Did I not well, we'll literally that say? Yeah, we'll get there. Exactly. No, I and that's literally, literally said, what you said, Jack. I was, was like, I know do, you. Right? No, I said your mom. <laughs> but like with, with the fun stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is the one that we've actually prepared. Not really yeah. prepared Oh, my God. For, but it is we, so we funny. talked about it. If you pull out That's notes, I'll so die laughing. Funny, That's cool really that you did that, have, though. I really didn't have a preconceived notion of, of that. So you are right? quite That's predictable really funny. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that. So am I. Yeah. So yeah. What, as we have sort of progressed through the relationship, one of the things that we've realized, and you can't hide from it, and if you try to, you know, you can't. It doesn't, it doesn't work. It's not convincing. Mm-hmm. Um, what you are as far as who you are in relationships and how you manage conflict and all of those things, mm-hmm. mirror either they mirror exactly or they are the opposite of what, you're, of what you saw Which from experience. your parents. Yeah. Of course. Um, either you want to absolutely not be like your parents, but right. let's be real, we're all like our parents. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, that's how you were modeled. Mm-hmm. And so that's been really fascinating for the two of us because... Mm. I come from a, a family unit where conflict was the norm, ah. uh, where my mom and my dad, my dad was always picking fights. Mm. Yeah. Um, so to me, if we're fighting, things are healthy. Oh. And no matter how much... There's a connection much, there. Isn't that a bizarre way to say you're connected to someone? It's yeah. so bizarre. And, yeah. and you know, I, I said, I never want to be my dad. I never want to be my dad. Now I'm 27. Yeah. I'm like, holy crap, I'm my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and the best that I can do is to yeah. recognize that and work around it. Right. Yeah. Um, and you can talk a little bit more, I think, about how you process conflict and all of that stuff. But I think the way that they intertwine is very, very interesting. And it's been interesting yeah. to navigate. It would be so funny if you say, I don't want to be my mom. I don't want to be my mom. <laughs> With her sitting right here. Just remember right your mom's right here. Right. <laughs> I've never. I've never said that. <laughs> no, yeah. it's it's interesting though because it's exactly it's exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. I didn't witness no much conflict or communication. Yeah, no. Nope. So conflict I like meant, like it equaled anxiety in me. It meant still does something is over, and it still does mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Or um, I'm very quick to get defensive. You and I have talked about how mm-hmm. we're, we're similar. That kid is nodding. Yes. Yeah. He's like, yeah. oh my Ooh, God. Yeah. Yes. He's called me out on that too. Um, yeah. So. Go ahead. Yeah. You tell your story. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, um, yeah, what I tend to do is the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am very avoidant. Mm. Very avoidant. Mm-hmm. And defensiveness like, is a type of avoidance sure is. is what I've realized mm-hmm. yep. as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And I tend to kind of shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's necessarily, I don't know if it's necessarily like what you, you're describing as yeah. like this, I think fighting is conflict and it gives me anxiety and that mm-hmm. visceral reaction to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It's more so like just what you do. Yeah. Hmm. Just what you do. Cause mm-hmm. I think it's more of a, a template template thing mm-hmm. of like, I, I haven't really witnessed, yeah. um, conflict. Mm-hmm. Or like conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. Hello. So yeah. I kind of skip skip those steps. Yeah. And you just go to the avoidant shutdown. We're just not yeah. going to talk about it. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Oh, Which is 
definitely what you I've always thought, Mac, that you are a faster processor than me. I I need time. So like an event or situation can happen and I need to sit in it a minute because I, Mm -hmm. I can have this, this chaotic mind take over and Mm -hmm. I know I won't react very well. And so in a good way, I need, I need to process. I need to not react in the moment. I need to give it a second. So mm-hmm. I've realized that time is really healthy when there's conflict. Like yeah. just, okay, let's not resolve this today. Let's maybe wake up tomorrow and see if there's another perspective or just something. Right. And I know that's really good for me because I, I do process so slowly. Um, was that yeah. fair? Do I describe myself well? Yeah, 100%. On that yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, we have, I think, tried a lot of different methods. I think for me, taking a step back mm-hmm. um, helps me acknowledge my defensiveness. Mm-hmm. So I have to take a second and say like, okay, what's the first thing that comes to my mind? Yeah. And then what's the story I'm telling myself around mm-hmm. that? Oh, yeah. Love that. And then collapse that story. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then that allows me to kind of show up in a more, without that tainted, like defensive nature, because I tend to spin everything around that story. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Um, And I can be, I can come off pretty, pretty hot (laughs) in my defensive state. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it starts as defensive, defensive protecting Mm -hmm. that story yeah and then once the story collapse collapses Mm -hmm. i'm yeah oh my god woe is me it's all my fault blah 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 which is also not helpful at all no the pendulum swing the other way you know yeah where you blame yourself for everything yeah Yeah. and i mean on my end what that looks like for me is all that i really want in that moment yeah is for her to say that she did something wrong because then we can talk about it and we can have a conversation about it and that's it, right? All that's that I want is just mm-hmm. the acknowledgement. I just want you to say, I did something wrong. I'm sorry. Let's talk about how to fix it. Yeah. And that's all that I want. And so this defensiveness comes off as I didn't do anything wrong yeah. or this happened, but it explains right. it and it depersonalizes. Yeah. And, and so then right. I get frustrated um, and I kind of fly off the handle a little bit. That's something that we've yeah. been working on a lot we've had to because these are really what's the word like magnetized charged Mm -hmm. uh ways of of doing relationships you know yeah yeah and they Um, feed off of each other to two extremes mm -hmm. yeah too interesting so that's been very difficult to navigate huh (laughs) but we're getting better for sure um i feel like we're getting better too one of the one of the things that Right, oh, right, we're honey. Getting, we're getting better. We're doing great. Fuck. You're like oh, everything's fine. You're doing right? so. Uh-huh. We're doing so well. We're doing it's so great. well. One of the things that pops into my head because as I listen to you guys, I think about myself and then us and how that relates and looks very similar in some ways. I sometimes don't hear my own defensiveness. I come from a place sometimes where I'm like, I feel misunderstood. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, no, I have to explain the shit out of it because 
I know, Sam. Sam, if you want to, Sam, here's the deal. If you want to just call me, I've said that those exact. If you want to call me when this is happening, I can walk you through everything to say and how we need a support group for the Riley women. Right, a support group for the Riley women. But I don't know. Literally, because sometimes I'm like, well, how do I? I I want to own what I need to own, but I also feel like like can you just my point of view? Well, here's I can explain it. You're just missing a little something here. Well, if you understood everything around it, you'd understand like where I was. I know I was wrong, but you must understand like how I got there. Yeah, it makes sense, right? Look at the two of the look at their eye. Pay attention to the (laughs) eye contact. It's almost like they don't even know we exist, as if they're trying to tell us something. (laughs) So let me jump in. Okay. There's two things to think about. And then I'll give the specific example. Yeah. Okay. One is, one is we try to avoid, I do specifically using the word but ever. Because anytime you use Mm -hmm. the word but, hey, I'm doing this but, it's over. Because whatever you said first is irrelevant now, right? So Mm -hmm. I know I rarely use that word but, took it out of my dialogue. And so this, the second thing is related to this thing called dialectic, right? So dialectic Mm -hmm. means you could have two opposing emotions at the same time. So you're really excited about getting on the road, but scared about not having a job, right? As mm-hmm. you left Fort Collins, you could have two competing emotions. So mm-hmm. that happens right. sometimes in conflict, right? So what I like when your mom and I do this, because I have a tendency to flood, if that makes any sense. Oh, and yeah, maybe it that's does. more like it you. does. <laughs> so we'll start talking about something and I'll go on and on and oh, on and on, saying if you think about it this way. And if Are you, think you doing the same? Right. You do that too? Oh, my oh yeah. So we now have a thing where your mom, but here's where it gets different. I can sense in her when nothing's getting through, where I can feel that it, the wires are just getting confused and everything's, so I'll say to her, am I flooding mm-hmm. you? And she'll say, yep. And I'll go, okay, well, then make me a commitment. I want to resolve this because I'm still uncomfortable that I haven't resolved it, but I'll stop. And now yes. that's the hardest thing in the world for me. So, and hear me out, I'm going to talk about your mom now and you. Mm-hmm. So the hardest thing for me is to stop because I, I just want Recognition. So one more thing I'm going to add here. There's a phrase that I like to use a lot that says, that's not what I meant. A lot of people will say, that's not what I meant. However, that's not acknowledging the other person who's feeling that way. So you have to follow it up with this. It's not what I meant, but clearly that's how you took it. Or so, heard it. Or heard it. So let's fix this. Mm-hmm. Because I, I created this situation in some way, mm-hmm. and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. So when your mom and I just recently had this conflict over something we were talking and I said XYZ and we were going over stuff and instantly because I said I want to have a word for the opposite so if I'm flooding you so I he, I can use the word you know hey I'm feeling flooded right now and it's kind of and like, I instantly you know, stop so you know the, instantly I'll go okay the got safe it. word right and and he's he and I said I need something when the defensiveness comes up and so it was interesting because the defensiveness came up and I said you're whisking again you're stirring things up in your brain. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. So he used the words, you know, you're whisking right now. And right away, so your mom went like this. So right twice. away, your mom went, I'm not whisking, I'm explaining. <laughs> to which I then said this. I said, if I feel, if oh I God, feel that hilarious. you're whisking, you're whisking, and now I'm walking away, to your point, because you didn't validate my feelings. Yeah. Because that's how I'm feeling. Yeah. I'm feeling like I'm trying to talk in the moment. And so right. your mom said, how does it look to you? So this is how we resolved it. It was mm-hmm. really good. Because I said, I'm going to the garage. I'm going to do some work right now. This is We are not going anywhere because that 
whisk is in your brain and scrambling. Your mom mm -hmm. comes out right away, goes, I'm sorry. And then says, how does it come off to you that I'm whisking? So I said, the moment I say something, I get a quick response. Mm. And so you are no longer listening. You're listening with the intent to respond. You're not and, listening to and, listen. Right. And because you're listening with the intention to respond, if I say, like the other day, and your mom would go, like the other day, what other day are we talking about? And then I look at her and go, you're whisking now because I'm trying to explain you asked to hear it. So that's how we resolve it now. <laughs> and so when your mom asked for that specific example and I said, the moment you start instantly responding where I get a quarter of a sentence in, I know you're not listening to me or you're processing. You're starting to put all these stories. That's why I love the fact that you recognize you're creating this story, right? And to me, the key thing is, and I really mean it, the moment your mom says, because I've gone through a fuck ton of therapy and I did it not for your mom. Right when I got divorced, I didn't have great relationships with my kids because I think they saw me a different way. And I said, I've got to figure this out. They can't mm -hmm. keep seeing me the way they see me because mm -hmm. I don't like the, I don't like that version of me. And so I know it works for me when you go, you're flooding me. It's hard because I'm going, yeah. fuck, I just want to get my point across. Right. <laughs> but I go, you got it. And then all I ask your mom is, cause it's, it's natural to be in, in conflict. Your word as human beings, it's un it's unnatural it to not be okay. Yeah. Right. So, because yeah, there is conflict, absolutely. There's always yeah, conflict. It's just, mm -hmm. Yeah, if you're not seeing it, you're just letting it simmer below the surface. And you and each that's have a role. Much more dangerous. So a lot of times you'll hear people talk about how you own your reaction to what someone else is saying to you. No doubt about it. Mm -hmm. I also firmly believe you own the way in which you say it too. So there are three things that cause a fire: air, fuel, and some sort of. Um, Burn, burnable thing, right? So it can't just be the fire starts by itself and the match had nothing to do with it, right? So we've yeah. found you are getting really way much better. I really mean that. Not like I was great, but when you I'm came out, when you came out in the garage, said, "I'm really sorry." What does it look like to you when I do this? And I went, "Okay," and I started explaining it. And the funniest part about it is, as I'm explaining, your mom interrupts me, and I went, <laughs> "And that's what I'm talking about." What? And then she started oh, laughing. So. I'm glad to hear that you guys know yourselves because that's really encouraging me well, to me. It really is where, to hear you yeah, guys talk about your self-awareness. Right? Mm -hmm. Where that's yeah. where like real change has to begin yeah. is just to have that awareness of it. So can we, yeah. so I, I can only stay in the deep end of the pool for so long. Okay. Let's go to the shallow end. Can we go up Swim. to the top for a little bit? Yeah. Okay. So you're on these travels. I have three mm -hmm. questions for you on the travels. Okay. Scariest moment. Oh God! Funniest moment and most most uh, exhilarating moment. Like you were like we're in awe of something. Was the snake a scary moment? Could you let them tell their story? Okay. I don't know. I'm trying to let's let's think. Scariest, scariest moment. Also, can I? Am I allowed to go to the bathroom? What's that? Mess things up. Yeah. Oh yeah. You have <laughs> like to go right, right now. I do. On the bench. Oh my god. Here, I just do. use the. I drink the so much coffee. Okay, okay, you can go. Just okay. reserve your seat. Sam, Sam will you, talk. Oh. You start with your moments. And, and this would be a great time now to cut to our sponsor. <laughs> oh my God. All right, would you guys just go? Hurry up. This is a colossal clusterfuck, the two of them. Figure your shit out. Oh, God, please stop going to fall down the banner of the stairs. Oh my gosh. Speaking of flooding, 
Were you guys scared at all about any floods that you saw? Okay, back. So funny. What were your questions? Scary, super funny. Then one of those like moments of awe where you're like, "Holy shit, uh, this is so cool." I think moment of awe, I'd say, was probably our first campsite for me. Where was this? Was that the first campsite? Um, It was in the Black Hills, and we just had this gorgeous, Mm. we got the best site at the Mm. whole campground. Is it it an elevation thing where you were in the Black Hills, or are you in the forest? Mm -hmm. So you're up high. It was probably like over 7,000. Oh, God, you're way up there. Okay. Which I was so cold. Yeah. Oh, was it really? That's where um, we got the sleeping bag. Yeah. That she thinks might be too hot. Right? It was. It was, it was below. It wasn't below freezing. No, though, was it, it wasn't like below freezing. Yeah. Oh, 40s. no kidding. Okay. Wow. Um, but yeah, that that was definitely a moment of awe and not having any. You know, you don't have any service. Mm-hmm. Just left my phone in the car mm-hmm. the whole time, and you're just. Forced at cool a moment of awe, being mm-hmm. in that space, and there's wildflowers and the mountain lake with like Mm. the water was so clear yeah so clear and just Mm -hmm. kind of day you just there was nothing to do right you know and i sat there and i took it all in yeah yeah um we saw a bald eagle fly across like i don't know there were just that was definitely a moment moment of awe with this is what we were looking for by spending more time in was it the same In for you too that day, or did you have a different one? So I think my moment of awe, it was... My God, if you say, sing that, wake up in the morning in her beauty, I'm going to crush you. <laughs> God. No, I wasn't He'd going to, but no. Yeah, <laughs> never thanks for that. setting that one up. <laughs> um, no, my moment of awe, it was the day that we went to Mystic. Um, so mm. we went, we decided we were going to look at a couple of ghost towns along the way. Mm-hmm. I think that actually might be our scariest moment too. Um, being out in Mystic and then... So where's Mystic? So oh, Mystic yeah, is Mystic. Okay. literally in the middle right, of nowhere. Yeah. I okay. mean, that's... Yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere. Uh, the only way I would be able to describe it to you is giving you the GPS coordinates, basically. Mm. Okay. Um, and so we were all the way out in the middle of nowhere and it was it started to get dark. And I think the, the moment of awe for me came... It was just about sunset. Um, it was the sun had just gone beyond the horizon and so mm. it was all these deep purples and uh, purples yeah. reds and blues yeah. and I was actually I have I think I have the photo oh you gotta oh, send yeah. it to me because then we could post yeah, it here definitely. oh that'd be so cool right and so it yeah. was just Seven all these followers. very deep yeah. and I was looking over into this valley and there was fog coming through the trees mm. trees were poking up through the fog and it was just gotta I mean, send that to incredible me sure. let me see if I can find it really quick yeah that's need to creepy. talk about some of your other moments so why well, was that scary so wait where is mystic located did you stumble across it or was it intentional or did you it was intentional it was we were we were on the route from our first site up to like deadwood and sturgis oh, snap is that a picture we're looking at a picture right now key's gonna post this yeah and the, the picture doesn't even do it justice right. i'm sure so much foggier yeah, and just, yeah. oh send that yeah. to me yeah for real. oh yeah that that little when we pulled off to the side mm-hmm. yeah um, and yeah, the, it was so dense and there was nothing but thick woods, mm. was you know, there a... rolling mountains and fog and thick woods and Pretty you could creepy. hear animals Everything. and yeah. 
And did you tent it or was that a cabin night? Or that was we didn't night. we didn't stay there. We actually okay. drove through and actually maybe I don't know if this is the scariest, but a scarier moment. I think I mentioned to you guys already because we were gonna hit Mystic and then Rochford. Mm-hmm. So those were two ghost towns on the. So we were kind of going up like northwest. Okay. Um, over towards like Deadwood, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Deadwood yeah. and then Sturgis and that area. Um, but we, so we went through Mystic and we were on the way to Rochford, and it's basically one block of buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Population eight. Yeah. Population eight. So and it's wow. one of yeah. Come on. Eight. Yeah. So so it's a, it's cool a pretty much a ghost town because there's wow. eight people. Eight people living there. How and cool so is that? we go Eight. down their main strip and there are like four buildings. One of them says mall. We were like, oh, oh, my where God, the is fuck cool? is the mall? Whoa. But then we hit the turn. So it kind of comes up to a T. Okay. And we, we were hitting the turn and we were going to like stop and like, like look at it. Yeah. But then we, when we pulled up to the T, the bar the town bar was right at that at that cross cross intersection, cross intersection and yeah. our headlights shone shine through mm-hmm. the window and every single head turned all eight people in the entire town were there. were there and sam i didn't see this but sam said they stood up which i yeah so they all looked and i saw them look but they all stood up and so I was all like, oh, we didn't even get to see the town. But like, why want to like and stop like, and check it out? out and You're Sam like, oh, was like, <laughs> dead. No, you're going to eat our flesh. So, stood up. Dang. Oh my God. So I think, thanks for telling my scary moment. <laughs> because you didn't even see it. No. We had the same one. Because you didn't even see it. It was scary to know what happened. What is, <laughs> after the fact. What anyway, you so, so you saw this so, going yeah. on. So between number one, we were driving in the dark. We almost hit four or five deer, even though we were going 20 oh, miles an yeah. hour. Golly. But they just, deer they're are okay. the stupidest. Oh yeah, they're dumb as hell. They're so, they will run into the middle of the road. Yeah. And they're so will so rabbits. Dumb. So yeah. will rabbits. Mm-hmm. We chased, not really chased, but we were just oh, yeah. driving down this road and the rabbit was in front of us. We we led him for, or he led us for maybe 500 feet before we finally yeah. realized he could yeah. get off the road. Oh, right. It's just going straight. Okay, so you're in Deadwood. So but, Deadwood. You know what? I know what your scariest moment is, and I'm going to tell that story after. Okay. Because I, I know enough, exactly what the, the moment that caused you the most anxiety in that trip was. Okay. Because uh, I had to hear about it the whole time. Huh. Um, so with Rochford, what was weird <laughs> she, is... She can't remember. Just the same, right I have no idea look on her face that She's you get. Like, it's not coming down from the cloud quite yet. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's the same um, Oh, my God. So for me, the scariest thing was the the scariest moment was between that, between driving and almost hitting the deer and, or not almost hitting the deer, but they just popping out of nowhere. And then the weirdest part about that whole thing was getting into Rochford. So the bar is across the street from the T. So the road dead ends into a T and the bar is right there. Yeah. Um, at that intersection, all eight people. And I'm like, I'm not kidding. They saw the headlights and all eight of them turned, like stood up and turned around, like whipped around, like 
who's this coming through at like eight o'clock yeah. at night? Everyone's here. Like, Someone who could expecting this possibly be? Yeah. No, basically. And the look on their faces, I just, I made the right turn and I went through and she goes, what are we doing? I thought, I'm so disappointed. We didn't get to, we didn't get to see anything. Right. And I was like, I'm, we are out of here. We're out of here. Yeah. I'm done. Um, I'm yeah. not doing that. If it was daytime, sure. But um, it's nighttime and I do not like the way all eight of them stood up and turned around. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Um, and so, so cool. her scariest moment. I know this is just your scariest moment, was on the way to, it was also a ghost town thing, I, on the way to Kappa. I had a feeling it was that, yeah. So yeah. Kappa is a true ghost town. Mm. Um, I think it's the only one that we saw that was truly a ghost town. Not a single living soul. Oh. Buildings. Was there tumbleweed rolling across in front buildings. of it? Oh no, the tumbleweed moved out. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. tumbleweed yeah. ghost town it was. Not even tumbleweed oh, yeah, lived there. Um, so it was... <laughs> tumbleweed moved out. Like and so the the um cockroaches with suitcases oh, out yeah. here. <laughs> no, absolutely <laughs> um I so think just empty empty just completely empty and to get there now the ghost town itself wasn't the scary part for her mm-hmm. it was kind of fun it yeah fun. It did you get out and walk around oh yeah, yeah. oh boy okay we yeah. almost made it into the old schoolhouse um the door was locked but there was a a window that was open I was not going to do that. <laughs> I got a photo of the inside. It's spooky. Yeah, it's so it's spooky. So spooky. Whoa. Um, but the trip there mm-hmm. was your scariest moment. So the trip there is just rolling hills. And I mean, I'm. what do you think? Maybe Dirt like roads. a 30% incline, do you think? Yeah. It was, it was about no, like was, this. Oh my Up, gosh. Down. Really? So it was 30% or maybe even 40%. Come on. Degrees. I don't know. Yeah. It was like 30, 30% grade up and then you hit the top and then it's 30% grade down and it it's a dirt road. So unless you're going, you have to have that momentum to Could, keep you going because otherwise you're going to get stuck on the up, new brakes uphill. on your car. Oh my God. Holy yeah. schnitzel. And that How was long what? was it like that? 40 miles? Oh yeah. my God. It was that long? It was that down? long. Oh. It took us two hours to... And, and it was, I was just all county roads and... Were you getting sick? I was so on edge. Uh, yeah, that probably was it a drop off on either side though, too, or was it that as well? Did it have yes and no? Some of it was no, no, no. It was just it wasn't. Were you worried that you wouldn't be able to get up? Farmland on both sides. So you were worried you wouldn't be able to get up? Yeah, or that the road was gonna have some like divot in it, or like a big rock and like that type of stuff. And we're we're in the middle. No. Oh, like you no. probably don't have cell cell service. No, no. no one knows where you are. No, I mean I have the. We saw one the... truck the entire time. Oh yeah. man, you know. Well, so I, I was. Okay, just... but, all right, so hold on one second. If I could just interject. <clears throat> so when I did my little sojourn to Arizona, mm-hmm. right, and then when came back through Utah, mm-hmm. I drove through a part of Colorado and Utah that was basically barren, and then another time I also drove home from Oregon after dropping Alex off school all the way back. And so Western Oregon up until Idaho, so two-thirds of the state is high desert. It's not mm-hmm. green. Didn't see a car at all. And yeah. just kept seeing my gas meter going like this, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going, okay, I got 200 more miles left. I don't know where I am. If something happens, I'm dead. Zero cell service. Same thing through Utah. However, yeah. I will say, and this is the dialectic, I thought it was the coolest fucking thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you did this at all, but I did. And if you don't, if you didn't do it, I got out of my car, turned off the engine, and went, oh, this is what silence sounds mm. like. Oh, my gosh. Did you do that at all? 
You didn't do that. I, I literally it, got we, out of well, my car. What we did at the ghost town. What we did at the ghost town. Okay. The ghost sure. town was Isn't it amazing exactly how you don't hear airplanes? Mm-hmm. You oh, just yeah. hear nothingness, nothing. right? It's cool. Well, yeah. And you know the thing, talking about how dangerous it is? Yeah. It's not more dangerous, really, than real life, I think. I think, I no, <laughs> genuinely. Because this isn't real life. <laughs> no, I genuinely think that, like, What we, exactly do you mean? I think that there's a sort of illusion that... When you're in a city, you're safe, but when the city. When you're in civilization, you you're just sort of. Oh yeah, I think you're equally as yeah those yeah. Sounds and things not, can fall on you, cars can hit you, a whole bunch of shit, yeah. a whole bunch of. And so it's like, I'm sure as as a mom, you're like, oh my gosh, what was my kid doing out in the middle of nowhere? We're probably honestly safer out in the middle of nowhere than we would be in say, you know, downtown L.A. Yeah, you know, there's for sure. a little bit. And go it's down just, a wrong street. You can get work on those survival skills, though. Oh, yeah. I just, know. I think it's fascinating. I think it's yeah. fascinating to see <laughs> this country, how crazy diversity it is. Diversity. <laughs> but it is. Isn't it crazy? I mean, to oh, be definitely. in a town like that where, how big was the, the ghost town that you ran? Was it a block, two blocks? It was. That one I mean, was Were there brick like, warehouses and stuff like that? Was it more developed or older? No. No, no there it was... was a church, a school, a house, some sheds, an old car. Mm. And there were no, but there were no homes around either. You didn't see anything. Mm-mm. No, the whole area no, there was, was just abandoned. Mm-hmm. There was a massive pile of water bottles, though. That's random, right? Which was super eerie. Yeah. Wow. So, like, I don't know, it, but yeah. but nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That does sound. You know? Do you realize how? cool it is what you're experiencing right now at all or not really is it lost yeah, on you I, I think the whole thing is still setting it okay. yeah honestly right. yeah because we i mean we only were on the road for a week and now we're right back in civilization i think mm. we were on the road for two weeks were we close to 10 days you yeah. think easily I, when you when you oh, count rapid me. city and all of those sam let me tell you something sam <laughs> you started out this conversation saying there's an agenda here <laughs> the moment max said i'm not sure is when this came and frowning and crying and <laughs> how many days out are they I wasn't now? Crying. Bawling your eyes out. I was not. My daughter I doesn't love me. Does she I know what I went through to when have you her? Left Colorado, you were coming here. She saw you, you here in fifteen no hours. Agenda. I didn't mm-hmm. realize you didn't have any agenda to getting here. Fifteen so hours. I cre- talk about the best creating, way to say it. Talk about creating stories. I created one where yeah. You're Mac really left. What time are they month. here? Mac left. What time are What time are they going to be here? And meanwhile, you know, well, it takes like fifteen hours, doesn't it? And in my back of my mind, I'm going, "There's no fucking way they're going to be here in fifteen hours." <laughs> so it was ten days, six ten hours days. and thirty-seven okay. minutes. It was it six was hours thirty-seven. <laughs> it was like you guys took a month. Okay, funniest thing that's happened so far. Oh, and please don't thing. say this podcast or working here. Oh my god! Funniest okay, thing that funniest happened. Thing. Like you guys could not stop laughing. Is there funniest anything you can thing. think of? Funniest thing for me was the jackalope, which I've already told oh you about. No, you got to tell the story for we the gotta, peoples. We got to tell. The we story call them our people. All of them. <laughs> all people. We'll do hashtag jackalope. So, the story is we stopped in Wall, South Dakota, and we went and saw the famous Wall Drug Store, and Largest definitely check it out. Yeah. It's really cool. But there's a there's a little boutique shop called the Jackalope's Corner. I wasn't neither of us were really interested in the boutique side of it, but I thought, oh, they might have a, a Jackalope statue there. Mm-hmm. And so we walk in, and we couldn't find one, couldn't find one. The Jackalope, it was taxidermied, and it was mounted all the way up in the very back of the store. <laughs> The look down and down. It was on the entrance of the employee area. And so we get all the way to the back of the store 
and we're looking down this ramp at the employee area and we're just I was like oh look there's a jackalope and so we're can you please there. define for the non can you define for non jackalope knowers what a jackalope is yes so a jackalope is a, a jackrabbit and an antelope it is a jackrabbit with horns what a and, strange animal uh, yes <laughs> And so we're looking at this jackalope, and Matt goes, and very, very, like, almost like it was a museum exhibit type of thing. Like, she was, like, critiquing a piece of art. And she goes, oh, what a weird animal. <laughs> Key, can you please find a picture of a jackalope? Insert here. Insert it, and then post the definition of one would be really important. Oh, my God. And uh, Keep going. Stories and I looked at here. her, and I said, Mac, you know that's not a real animal, right? <laughs> and what was your response? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that also actually might be my moment of awe. Because I was just <laughs> in awe. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam's going, really? Really? Do you seriously not know? And I'm like, oh, I... I know that. Okay, you're making it sound like I was like demeaning you, but I was literally just demeaning in shock. You. No, no, no. Like just you, you just shock. needed to know. I was like, "Are you serious? You're kidding, right? Like you have to be kidding." Like, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I knew it's not real. <laughs> I knew it's fictitious. And Let's I was have a schwitz. Waiting till we got out of the store because I didn't want anyone else. She to She goes it. online and she looks at Jack Love with her phone. And then when we got out of the store, I was like. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So that was my funniest oh moment my for god, sure. Oh my god, that was hilarious. Okay, we are an awesome. hour in, so you have to do me a favor. Oh, by the time we're not done yet, can you pull okay. up paired? Because I want to oh, do this sure. for Wisconsin Tim because she listens. Okay. So of our of our two. So listeners. when we first started doing this podcast, this is mm -hmm. now you guys are episode twenty one. Oh wow! So you're of age. Yeah. That was stupid. When we first started doing this podcast, your mom and I, when we first met within a week of meeting, did this app called Paired. You okay. heard about this? No. Did you hear about it? Yeah. Well, I listened. Oh, you did listen to one. Okay. I did listen. So I've we did. To a couple, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I know. I like that. So we did this Paired thing all the time. Yeah. And so we probably did it for the first 15 episodes and then we, but we actually were doing it every day. We would. Okay. Right. So we were doing it to get to know one another because yeah. at, at our age, there's a long ass fucking caboose of history that takes two. <laughs> there's too long. some baggage. Yeah, there's a ton of shit. Some baggage. Some baggage. You got to try to figure baggage. out, right? Baggage bag. So we were using pair to answer questions about things. And if you, if you, what'd you say? Baggage. She just trained her baggage. voice to. <laughs> bag. Bag. So to cut to it, I wrote paired okay. and I said, Hey, we've got this podcast, which sponsor us. And they wrote back and said, we could work something out with you guys. And so we were all excited and then we stopped using it. Well, right. So we, we did. Yeah. Well, we wandered we away of... from it cause we just got busy with other stuff. But then Aaron, hi Aaron. Wisconsin um, Tim. Wisconsin Tim. Um, One of your mom's friends. She said, what happened to the paired questions? I love the questions you guys used to ask. We would end with this paired question from the app. Okay. Every podcast we would end with, here's a question that we were talking about this week that was profound for us. Yeah. And your mom, there's a, I like that. There's a quiz in here. There's, there's a whole bunch of formats. But one was, how well do you know your partner? And your mom would always get 5 out of 5 or 10 out of 10. And I would get 2 out of 10. Oh, I would always. always. Oh, wow. Every single time. And I would go, the whole point is to get to know her, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
But we're six, seven months in, and I'm going, how the fuck did I not know some of this well, shit? Well, but to you, right. in your defense, like sometimes two of the answers would work for me. I'm like, yeah, that one. Well, well maybe that's that part of it. You yeah. weren't as, you so. weren't as clear and concise. But anyway, so here is a right. question from there. And it's Paired a good question. Um, what's non-negotiable for you in a relationship? Mm. Do you have and your answer? Not yet. But No, not yet? Do you have one? Are we answering for ourselves or for, no, for each yourself? Other? No, for yourself. Okay. No, just for it's your, that's so that's the cool I thing. I was about gonna say, I was about to pull out a pen and a piece of paper and start <laughs> writing. Yeah. So Hot it's list. let's just go with one Yeah, to go thing. one thing. Let's try to be concise. What's non So imagine the app you. works this way. You would fill out your answer, you wait for your other partner to answer, and then you press a button to see what your answers are. And then oh, okay. the, the object of it is to discuss that. Why you yeah, feel so that you're, way, you're so. answering it independently. And it that. actually, it says in here why the question, how answering this question will help my relationship. Research by Dr. Terry Orbuck revealed that partner happiness is partly contingent on how intimately partners know one another, including how well they know each other's thoughts, feelings, and vulnerabilities. So that's the reason for yeah. this question. Mm, cool. We just want to be scientific. I would say a non-negotiable for me is Twins? I'm, I'm very, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Um, Deep I'm, into the pool. I'm very touchy-feely. My kids can attest to this. I'm always like grabbing, touching, holding you. I can't help myself. And you respond very well to that. I don't think I could be with a partner that wasn't. Oh, that's how you answer. Touchy-feely. Okay. Like that's a non-negotiable for me. Okay. I mean, you can answer it. No, no, I didn't way, think you would go that like, way. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, you need, need that. that. Yeah, touch. Wow. Okay. Yeah, like even just sitting here, I'm like. Petting your back, yep. or you know, and that's just a, I, wow! I didn't a I strong didn't connection that. to okay. me. That's a good one. And not everybody's like that. It's a hard not question. Everybody needs that. Yeah. It's a hard question. Yeah, huh. I guess I guess it is. But M- mine um, is the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, it's non-negotiable. That's huh. non-negotiable. No fucking way, ever. Well, you want me to answer sincerely? Of course. It's the Packers. Yeah. <laughs> it still is the Packers. No, I yeah. know. I know what one of yours. Would what? Be. What do you think it is? Lying. That's it. Hundred yeah. percent. God, see, Don't that lie. sucks. I didn't. Wouldn't have guessed your Don't answer. Don't lie. Can't stand like, lying. lying. Just does live not... in your shit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's messy. Mm-hmm. I can't stand lying. Yeah. That bothers the shit out of me. Rightly okay. so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've told you a thousand times I'd rather you just say you did something you're not proud of and we talk mm-hmm. about it than try to hide from it and then I find out some other means that's awful mm-hmm. yeah definitely you know and there's a nuance to it by the way I do believe so now you think I'm approving lying <laughs> and that's not what I'm getting at it's more that you know you can keep some things to yourself because I don't need to know everything that happened in your life necessarily right mm-hmm. like I don't need mm-hmm. to know a lot of details mm-hmm. but, but, but ones that would impact us right right so, right. yeah, that's mine. What are you guys? Mm-hmm. God, that was a good one. It really bugs me. You won that one, too. <sighs> What's non-negotiable? I think for me, the one non-negotiable, or like the biggest for sure non-negotiable by far and away is like, and I'm not quite sure how to say this, but like trust oh. or like breaching of trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm definitely one of those people that... Number one, I'm not super trusting to start with. There's a mm-hmm. little bit of little bit of parental stuff in there, obviously. <laughs> yeah, as long as you know um, that, you mm-hmm. can be aware of it. But I've also, I mean, most of my relationships have ended um, because someone's broken my trust. Yeah. Um, so coming into any sort of relationship, my number one question is, if I stay with this person, are they going to hurt me? 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, because everyone else has, but I don't want to be that person that just gives up on the grand, you know, on the dream. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. Um, Do you find that it, that even early on in the even the early euphoric stages of the relationship that that's a, a recording you'll play in your head, like. I'm not sure. Okay. I I'm not sure. I understand the question. So, like, just you know, when we, when we all first start dating, mm-hmm. we're euphoric. We're I, we're thinking ideal thoughts, and or and, and I'm wondering if that's just something that comes into your consciousness even early on. Like, it's it's just something you're wondering about from the beginning, or is it further into the relationship? As the more you get connected, the is the, does that trust thing become deep. a bigger? Thing in your mind. Yeah, I yeah. think I, I think I get myself in trouble because I don't think about it early mm-hmm. on. Um, and what has been my pattern in the past, which mm-hmm. part of the reason why you know I told I, I mentioned when I met her that I just kind of decided to be a solo person. Yeah. Um, part of that was sort of came came out of the realization that I do have a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I will do is I will ignore it and and I'll see the red flags. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't start as red flags. They start as yellow flags. And then I will ignore them because I'm happy and it's a brand new relationship yeah. and the euphoric state. Yeah. And then the euphoria wears off and then the yellow flags turn yeah. into red flags. Yeah. Um, well, the key thing too is to not create stories in your head because you can mm-hmm. conflate something, right? You see something this way and you start to wonder, oh my God, what does that mean? What does this mean? And then you're creating all these stories in your head and mm-hmm. it all leads back to trust, right? And maybe it was something innocuous, but it was right. interpreted the wrong way. So if I've, if I've learned anything in that process is that when you start to feel that emotion, sit with it for a little bit. I think you even said something mm-hmm. like that. I'm going to give myself a moment to see what's going on here. Right. I'm going to put that story aside and then find the courage to talk to someone about it and say, I've learned this way when it comes to these types of things. Is not to lead with, you mm-hmm. did X. And so therefore, I need to understand it better. Right. I feel this way when that thing happened and I don't like how I feel. So can we talk about it? Just own your own mm-hmm. emotional reaction totally. to it because then the other person can, if they're at least your partner, they'll see it differently. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I get the trust thing. I, and you can ask, sure. you can ask Kathy. I had massive PTSD when we first started dating. I was like, I don't, I really like myself now. I don't need this shit. Came from a previous environment that had similar things what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, for me, like when I say like that my previous relationships have ended because of lack of trust, it has literally been like my first long-term relationship ended um well it started with she was a packers fan she was a packers fan. <laughs> yeah she was a packers fan <laughs> you can't trust them you can't um no she um it started out where she had this one guy friend that she was just a little bit too close with but and you know and here's the other thing when you say sit with that story it is important to do that but also and also i was going to mention yeah. this earlier but, yeah when <laughs> you say but mm-hmm. i found that one of the things that works really well for our communication and just in general you can replace the word but with and with and always. and it yes. works really well yep yes. mm-hmm. always um yeah the word but negates it does so what were you, so you were starting to say something um, so you you're starting to say and you can sit with that story or and also trust your intuition. <clears throat> if for sure. something doesn't feel yeah, right, it, you have to. It, it's it's there think. for a reason. We're, we people have evolved around social. You know, we yeah. we have evolved to There's pick up real on there. those subtle cues. And so, yeah. when you have that intuitive feeling and you sit with it and it doesn't go away, that's right. Mm-hmm. You yeah. say, "Okay, well, there's a reason here." Yeah. Um, I get it. But there was, you know, one of her guy friends that she was like a little bit too touchy with, and I was kind of yeah. like, "Well, you know, benefit of the doubt." And it ended uh, when she got pregnant on my oh. first deployment. So oh, when I say nice. like, That's you know, that I have a lot of work to do and like you, PTSD yeah. is the word. 
Yeah, um, I, I yeah. get it. It's, yeah. it's, it's um, traumatic. So trust is for me for mm, sure cool. the one like non-negotiable. It's Got it. I have a high bar. I have to have a high bar. Yeah, you know? it's fine. Yeah, and it's, it's totally okay. Fair. Yeah, it is. Um, it's your it boundaries is. for sure. And right. like, if you break it, you it's yeah. it's yeah. one of those things that even breaking breaking or breaking trust is honestly, I think, absolutely a relationship mm-hmm. ender. Yeah, um, I get it. But if you stick around, for mm-hmm. sure, if you want to work through that, it is yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. one of those things Critical. that for me takes so long to earn back. I get it. So long. Of course, get it. Of course. Um, yeah. yeah. What's yours? Oh, it's a hard one. Two things kind of go hand in hand mm-hmm. in my mind. Uh, patience. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And also in those tough moments of conflict, mm-hmm. there's definitely a difference between, you know, we say things that upset each other mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. but sometimes just shit about yourself is upsetting. Yeah. You're being very defensive right now. Mm-hmm. I'm upset about that, but mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah. There's a difference between that and coming out with claws. Yeah. And saying something that's meant to hurt. Yes. Um, mm. that to me is a big crosses line. That yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like mm-hmm. there's patience wrapped in there too. Yeah. Like I don't know, yeah. I can see mm-hmm. those kind of reflecting, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, if you're saying things to intentionally hurt, hurt yeah. It, yeah. regardless oh, of how good. mad, regardless of how yeah. mad you are, I, yeah. I can't, yeah. um, yeah. yeah, non-negotiable. Yeah. Are you yeah. maybe, I'm, I'm thinking, may, I'll read this back to you and see if that's what you're saying. You <laughs> that's, <know>? another <laughs> thing. that's another yeah. thing we do. <laughs> nice. Um, are you saying maybe attacking the person instead of attacking the behavior? Yeah. So like the behavior, right. fair yes. enough, come oh, at it. It's a bad thing. Right. Acknowledging that's healthy, but yeah. attacking mm-hmm. the person instead of the behavior exactly. is the... Because you know your... what cuts deep too right. to another your person. choice of words. So if you say in something situations. intentionally cruel mm-hmm. about someone's person, mm-hmm. exactly what you're saying, mm-hmm. when you know them yes. that well, yes. Um, yes. there's a definite difference and yeah. you can tell I like, like that. agreed. Um, and I just yeah. think that like we can be so upset and so angry, but mm-hmm. like having intention to hurt someone because of anger is, yeah, that's a red flag mm. yeah. too. Right. To me. Exactly. So this was awesome. Yeah, yeah. it was funny. Yeah, I have all Just kinds survived. of other things I could keep going on. I know, I think, right? I think an we hour can keep is going enough. if you want to. It's your call. Well, this is mm. our fucking show. We do whatever we want. <laughs> our fucking show. Go it's a good show. Everybody, you, stop you listening. Anyway. I want to get the pair. No, they'll listen if it's good. Trust me. That's no, this that is was, good. Our last, last really good. Our last three episodes have been great. Yeah, I think so. This is our third episode in a row. It's been really good. Yeah, the other, the other. I don't know. Songs, there were a couple but, where we know. were so. I, you know what it was? What it was all me. The house was bringing me down so much when we were first mm-hmm. getting this house fixed, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That we'd go sit down to the podcast, and I just kept looking around, going, "Fuck this place!" I fucking. You were just it. a little out. Well, you, you witnessed mm-hmm. it when the water was pouring into the house oh the other my day. God, yeah. So when we first moved here, everything needed to be fixed. Right. So much more than now, right? Yeah, believe it or not, this is progress. Oh, you have no idea. I think it looks good. Oh, guys, you have. I when we first bought it, your mom was so excited, and I bent over, put my hands on my knees, like someone just finished running a race. Yeah, remember? And I Mm -hmm. went, "What? What are we doing? 
<laughs> like, what are we doing? So I think our podcast suffered because of that because I was just so. Well, I don't know. I mean, upset. that's life. You know, this is about our lives. Well, that's the and purpose, that's part isn't it? Of it? Right. Yeah. It's like, all right, we're walking through. Do you want to ask them anymore? Right now. Do you want to ask them more? Oh, you I can carry on with okay. your day. You guys rock. This you can good. if you want. Yeah, Thanks. this is super fun. Yeah, so you have to look at the fun. camera. Huh? Was it painful? No. You guys are great. <laughs> It'll be more painful when you listen to it. That's absolutely Because oh, you'll hear yourself speaking and you'll go, what? I sound like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so look at the camera and then just say peace. Peace? You too. That's for you. Oh.